Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Ben Carson, the head of um, housing and urban development in the Trump administration, is saying that poverty is a state of mind. Is he really saying that poor people tend to make stupid choices? I think he is. And I think it's something we really need to take a look at here if we're going to understand why poor people remain poor. Now, I understand the certain percentage of poor people work their way up and end up being middle class and some affluence and all that. That's perfectly fine. In fact, that's you know, the whole American dream. But what about the poor people who stay poor? And I mean not just over one generation, but over many generations. Dr. Ben Carson got into a lot of trouble with the left and with the media, which is, of course, the, 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 spokesper- the, 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 the mouthpiece for the left, when he had the nerve to actually say yesterday that poverty is a state of mind. Well, I've got news for you. I think he might be onto something here. No, 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 no. This is not going to be a discussion, a code for, oh, when you're talking about poor people, you're talking about that religion, or you're talking about that race, or you're talking about that part of the country. Or you're, no, 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 no. I'm just talking poor people, and the way to um, highlight this is to look at rich, stupid people and what happens to them. Now, just, just hear me out. I've actually given this some thought, amazingly. Anyway, uh, welcome to One Dimitri Radio. I'm Dimitri, the lovable libertarian, trademark, service mark, copyright, patent, betting, don't steal it, here at the intersection of freedom and fun. Trademark, service mark, copyright, patent, betting, don't steal that either. I simulstream, uh, multi-stream actually, on blogtalkradio.com and on Facebook Live, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And uh, thank you so much for joining me on Blog Talk Radio and on Facebook uh, Live. All right, let's talk about the poor, stupid people. Uh, And in order to do that, let's take a look at rich, stupid people. Now, what Dr. Ben Carson is saying, that poverty is a state of mind. Well, he certainly knows what he's talking about because he, I mean, his success story is unbelievable. You know, he was um, a poor kid in uh, Detroit, uh, the, the, just the worst environment, and yet he worked himself, worked his way through school, went to, I think, Yale, ended up being this incredible uh, pediatric neurosurgeon. I mean, just an amazing, amazing story with this guy. And so he understands, certainly, about what it's like to get out of poverty. But he's saying it's a state of mind. And I think he might be onto something here. And this is not an excuse to call poor people stupid, not an excuse to go, oh, well, there, it's all their fault and all that. But in some ways it might be, even though uh, they can't help it. <clears throat> because if the issue is that poor people just tend to be stupid and make stupid choices, might be a better way of saying it, um, that explains an awful lot. I couldn't help but think of uh, Charles Barkley, a former basketball player, lots of insightful comments he's made, not just basketball, but in life. And one of the insightful comments that he has made is that poor people have been voting Democrat for 50 years and they're still poor. Okay. And I thought to myself, you know, there might be a lot of truth to this, not the Democrat part, but that poor people continue to make the same nonproductive choices. Why do they keep making dumb choices? Why do they stay poor? I'm not talking about the poor that work themselves up through the ranks who go to school and work hard and start businesses and all this kind of stuff and make good choices and end up being middle class and rich and all that. I'm talking about the poor that, that like are always poor and generations of poor 
generations of stupid choices. And why is that? Well, Dr. Ben Carson is saying it's a state of mind. So let's take a look at rich, stupid people. I think this is really insightful. When I talk about rich, stupid people, I'm, the people that I'm thinking about, that I'm pretty picturing, are professional athletes in America. It amazes me the degree of stupidity that most of them have. Yes, many of them are genetic freaks. Yes, I suspect many of them are using performance-enhancing drugs and they haven't been caught. They tend to be very, very rich people. They are multimillionaires because they're very, very good at doing something that pays a lot of money. Baseball players, football players, basketball players, eh, hockey players maybe, boxers, oh my God. You look at the really successful ones, the ones who, who have made tens of millions of dollars over the years, over the decades, maybe even hundreds of millions of dollars, like crazy numbers. And when you listen to them being interviewed, they sound like they're dumber than a box of rocks. And it's not because they're simply not articulate. Many of them, of course, are not articulate. It's because, to be brutally honest, many of them are just remarkably stupid people who are really, really good at this physical thing, you know, baseball or football or basketball or whatever. They're very good at that. There's no question. And they're great competitors. And they're great for their team. That's why they make the big money. God bless them. But it doesn't mean they've got an ounce of sense in their heads. It doesn't mean that they have a high IQ or even a normal IQ. Many of them, again, don't take my word for it. Just look at the interviews. They can't string together sentences. Worse than that, they can't string together thoughts. They're just so damn stupid. Now, okay, so we've got this, this, this little universe here, a subset of really, really stupid, really, really rich people. Okay, this is important. What happens to most of them after their careers end when they stop getting those massive checks from their employers or from you know, uh, you know, from their careers. What happens to them? Well, the vast majority end up losing all their money. They end up being broke, like 70, 80%. I mean, the numbers are astronomical. They're just they're mind-numbing numbers. And they ended up being broke, and they, they've got, you know, they're, they're charity cases, for heaven's sakes. And so I thought to myself, you know, maybe the state of mind thing also can apply to these stupid rich people, these athletes, who end up being broke, as soon as their careers are over. Why do they end up being broke? They've gotten all this money. Well, nobody stole it from them, not in the conventional sense with a gun. The chances are, I think, really, really good that they made stupid choices. Why do they make stupid choices? Because they're stupid people. Stupid people tend to make stupid choices. Now, I realize that's not politically correct, but honestly, you look at these professional athletes, what, what other explanation can there be? They're just dumb. They're just so painfully dumb. And maybe that explains it all regarding generational poverty. Again, we're not talking about people like a lot of my relatives. When I was a kid um, growing up in Pittsburgh, um, we had an awful lot of relatives come through our house either to visit or sometimes even to live in it from Greece. And they were just dirt poor people, not well educated, none of that stuff. I mean, at the bottom of the food chain when it comes to poverty. Uh, we would send our hand-me-downs over to Greece. I still remember my mom getting a lot of our clothes that we didn't fit in anymore or that you know, weren't very nice. They were like rags almost. 
and bundle them and send them over to, to Greece, to the island that uh, our people are from, to help them. I mean, that's how, that's how bad the poverty was over there. So many of them came over here to America and Pittsburgh, and they went through our, our home and our, our church, St. Nicholas Greek Orthodox Cathedral, and the uh, Pan-Hellenic organization, lots of different Greek organizations. And I saw that these poor people were not stupid. They were just poor. Big difference. They worked like dogs, and here's the really important thing, because poor people can work very, very hard. I mean, professional athletes work really, really hard. My poor relatives from Greece not only worked very hard, which is important to get out of poverty, but the most important thing is they also did not make stupid choices. What do I mean by that? Well, they didn't buy stuff that they couldn't afford. They didn't do this uh, layaway plan, you know, or different stores. Oh, I want this thing now, so I'll give you some money, lay it away, and someday I'll be able to actually afford this thing. They don't do that stuff. They saved their money. Again, we're not talking about rocket science here. We're not talking about splitting the atom or anything like that. We're talking about people who are dirt poor but have a brain in their head. They work hard, and they don't make stupid choices. So they work very hard. They save a little bit of money, they buy a little house, and they send their kids to school, and they keep them out of trouble, and next thing you know, there's another fulfillment of the American dream. I've seen it a million times just in my universe, just in my world, and it's very inspirational. Dr. Ben Carson saw it in his, with his life. The whole key here is that you can be poor, but you don't have to stay poor. I mean, think about this. In America, unless you are suffering from illness or injury, you've got to set those two things aside. If you're not suffering from illness or injury, what is your excuse for being continually poor in America? What is it? I, I can't imagine what it would be. I mean, this is the freest country in the world, a lot of Still limitations, but still the freest. Millions and millions of people every year work their way up out of poverty and end up having nice lives for them and their families and next generations and all that. But what is it about the generational poor that keeps them poor? My guess is a lot of them rent their furniture. I see a lot of these TV commercials for rent-to-own, and um, the message is that, hey, you could have nice stuff now and just pay us a little bit. You know, you're just renting it. That's all. Well, when you do rent-to-own, you're forever paying somebody else, paying a heck of a lot more money than you would ever pay to buy the thing. If you would just save your money and then buy a, I don't know, a computer or a washing machine or whatever, then you wouldn't be in, 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 in dire economic uh, straits. You wouldn't be doing rent-to-own. You know, you wouldn't be uh, going deep in debt with, you know, easy money uh, loans and different schemes like that. You wouldn't be maxed out with your credit cards. It seems to me, and I think it's painfully obvious to most people, that the reason that most poor people who remain poor, that's the key, remain poor, is because it is a state of mind. And the state of mind is that we're not going to think about the future. We're not going to make good choices. I'm going to rent, I'm going to rent this, this washing machine or I'm going to pay for this thing now or I can't pay for it, but I'll put some money down, lay away, and maybe someday I'll pay for it or, 
or they'll make stupid choices about drinking, about buying liquor or smoking cigarettes or whatever, stuff that they cannot afford. Dr. Ben Carson, I think, has hit the nail on the head, even though he's certainly being politically correct, that poor people who are generationally poor are actually do have a state of mind, and their thinking is just not good. One last example, and that is in West Virginia. There was a guy, I forget his name, who won the lottery, won this massive amount of money, I don't know, $200 million, what, $300 million, whatever it happened to be. And he was the stereotypical uh, Appalachian uh, hillbilly type guy. Uh, he had these tens of millions or hundreds of millions of dollars and got in all sorts of trouble with drinking and prostitutes and then this, that, and the other and gets arrested. And next thing you know, he's broke. There are a lot of these people who win the lottery who end up, as with these professional uh, athletes, end up being broke. They have the money, but they keep making stupid choices. And what happens when you keep making stupid choices? You lose your money. That's what it is. So Dr. Ben Carson, I think, is, in fact, I'm quite sure, has hit the nail on the head. And this is why it has upset so many people. It's like, well, wait a minute, generational poverty. I mean, we got to blame someone else. We got to, no, 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 no. Generational poverty says, I think without a doubt, I think we can, we can pretty much all agree on this, that you keep making stupid choices, you keep getting stupid outcomes, and you keep repeating the process. Many of my relatives started poor. They came over from Greece. They started poor, but they made smart choices and they worked hard. And that is the secret for so many immigrants all across the world who come to America. When you look at generational poverty, look at people who make remarkably stupid choices, uh, self-destructive behavior with using tobacco and alcohol, but they simply can't afford it, and do rent-to-own and, and do uh, layaways, and this, that, and the other. Um, they just make stupid choices professional athletes, lottery winners, people who have every excuse to remain rich. They make stupid choices. They blow it all. They lose it all. It does come down to a state of mind. Their minds don't work as well as everybody else's minds. Now, is that a genetic thing? I have no idea. Is that an educational thing? Probably not. A lot of these professional athletes actually went to high school and college. But whatever is going on up here Dr. Ben Carson is right. It's going on up here for the generational poverty. Please spread the word. Please share this with others. One Dimitri Radio. I'm Dimitri. Have a great day.